Sometimes your portfolio needs your attention, and it doesn't care about your dentist appointment, or your day job, or your kid's recital. Rude, huh? Luckily, TD Ameritrade's customer service is available on whatever channel you prefer. Take on market changes on your terms with TD Ameritrade's specialized customer service. Learn more at tdameritrade.com slash customer service. TD Ameritrade, where smart investors get smarter. Back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez. Claire, are with you today. 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sutter Heyman text line. Both those are open for you for the remainder of the show here. We are now joined on the Honda Lincoln Hotline by Aaron Sorensen of Hill Varsity, as we are every Wednesday. Hello, Aaron. How's it going? It's going well. Just, you know, doing my best to uh, be weather aware. So I hope everyone is staying safe wherever they're at. <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely a windy one out there today. It still is right now. But I guess so you were up at Millard South earlier this morning watching Husker commit uh, sign their letter of intent up there. What are your overall thoughts on this class today? They had another guy from New Jersey uh, sign a letter of intent today as well. I mean, what are your overall thoughts on this signing class? Yeah, so I was, you're right, I was at, at Millard South for Gage Stangers um, signing, and um, it was nice to be able to, um, it was a really nice, Millard South did a really nice job with it. Um, he obviously had some teammates that were heading to Northern Illinois as well. Um, but I think overall, this, this class has um, shaped up not m- more nicely than, like, I guess, we were anticipating a little bit to that degree. There have been more commitments in the last couple of days. There's even been some um, commitments today. And, you know, every additional person to this class is really important. We know that um, transfers are going to be a big part of Nebraska's future going into uh, 2022. But if you can build a foundation of these, uh, these high school recruits so that you can have depth, you can build for the future that's really important so there really hasn't been there really has not been too many surprises it, i think it's all been pretty much um, exactly what we were sort of expecting if not a little bit better than maybe we were expecting heading into this day i mean and, and some situations uh non-surprising or, or a day of little to no surprise on signing day is sometimes a good thing but i guess looking forward now from this this era or time of from December to the next signing day in February, I mean, how important is that stretch for the staff to really uh, fulfill the rest of their roster needs? It's going to be important, and we've talked about this, you know, a couple of times over the last uh, few weeks. That um, as we are waiting for Nebraska to make certain hires final, when we're waiting for the Mark Whipple, and um, the, when you're waiting for these answers because you're going to need to be able to sit and explain to recruits how you plan to utilize them. What is your offense going to look like? X, Y, Z. Obviously we're still waiting for final word on the running backs position. Obviously uh, special teams looks to be a big uh, factor heading into 2022, but they're still not a special teams coach. So there are still these answers or there's still questions that have yet to be answered, but, with that said, because they have hired their offensive coordinator slash quarterbacks coach, offensive line, wide receivers coach, you are able to give a better idea of what that's going to look like. So now these next couple of months are going to be really important because for any area where you were thinking, you know, 
maybe there's some question marks here. And I know heading into this day, offensive line was one of them, and they did get a commitment from an offensive lineman today, which is good. But there are still areas that are going to have to be addressed before February. And with how much the portal is just, like, absolutely blowing up with players right now, uh, these next couple of months are going to be really, really interesting for Nebraska. We're speaking to Aaron Sorensen of Hale Varsity here on the Happy Hour. Now, Aaron, one of the big things that we've talked about is Scott Frost really stepping back and taking more of a CEO approach. We've talked about it before. It's been a big uh, headline in, in the news articles and stuff as of late. Mickey Joseph was on the radio the other night talking about how they're really able to do anything they want with this, with their guys in their room and stuff like that. Has the level of skepticism in that actually coming to fruition changed at all now that we know a couple of the coaches we've been able to hear from Mickey Joseph and stuff? You know, when I first when so when Scott Frost first arrived at Nebraska, like this that was very much um he he and I'm not saying that this changed. I just am offering my perspective when he first arrived that there was a lot of like freedom for assistants to, to sort of determine um how they managed things, how they did things. And I'm not saying that that necessarily changed, but when the going does get tough and you know your back is against the wall, you're trying to find wins in any way that you can, uh, things do get more tense. Things become a little bit more controlled. And um, to hear that is a good sign. It sounds like Frost is stepping back a little bit. Um, it's kind of one of those things where it's hard to know. It, you, you can't believe it until you see it. So until we start to sort of see how, you know, Whipple has that control over the offense and what that looks like, especially through spring ball, but then once you get into fall camp next year, then you have a better idea of if it's, you know, everything that's been said is truly what it is. But it, it is a good sign. It is it is a good thing to hear, like you said, Mickey Joseph talk about uh, the freedom to make decisions, the freedom to do those things, because those were concerns. Um, but that hasn't always been the way that things have worked for Nebraska's staff. And uh, obviously we're not in the meeting rooms. We're not in all of, like, we're not privy to all of that information. But, you know, like I said, when Frost first arrived at Nebraska, that was something that I would have said was very much a part of his um, sort of way he ran things, was like assistants were making decisions about how they did things, you know, who they spoke to, X, Y, Z. Um, and so it, it seems that, Again, it's a good sign, but we'll we'll know more when we actually see it, you know, essentially come to fruition or not when we get into actual practices. You kind of mentioned earlier in a previous answer that they still haven't found a running back coach or at least announced one. I mean, how do you feel like they're going to go with this thing? I'm sure we may hear it from Scott Frost, I guess, later today here in a little bit. But how do you feel um, or what do you think their plan is for both running back and, and special teams? You know, we talk, I, I know like when we talked about this last week, I still am not convinced that there isn't additional shakeups on this staff. I'm still not convinced that we might not see some changes um, on the defensive side where, you know, maybe, and I, again, I, I said this last week too, I don't have like any specific insider information. I'm just giving like my gut feeling kind of as things are shaping up. But with that said, I do think that there's, a reason that that running back position hasn't been announced yet for a couple of reasons, because um, maybe they are waiting to see what the rest of the staff situation looks like. And if that position needs to be uh, reconfigured for uh, a special teams position to be open, um, or maybe they already have their person and they haven't announced it yet. I know um, Ron Brown has basically stepped into that 
interim role and is continuing to really own that role now, he could certainly take that on full time. Um, so we'll see. He, it's just, I think a little bit of it is probably they're still uh, kind of, for lack of a better way to say this, getting their ducks in a row and kind of seeing what it looks like. But from all we can tell, it seems like special teams is going to be very important. So I would be shocked if there's not a special teams coach. But right now, you can't hire a running backs coach and a special teams coach without something else changing. So that's that's where I think it'll be interesting to see, like whether Frost brings it up um, today or if it's a it's a future. I know by the time people are hearing me say this, um, we will know something different. Uh, maybe I don't know. It, it, the thing is, is at this point. Um, Nothing would shock me, I guess. <laughs> it, it would be like, I wouldn't be surprised by anything. Well, yeah, we're, we're speaking to Aaron Sorensen of Hale Varsity. Now, in a year that Scott Frost's back is kind of against the wall like we were, we've been talking about, and now with, with a new offensive coordinator and a little bit of staff shakeups, is it more important for the staff to find at quarterback a, a guy that's a proven winner, or is it more important for them to find somebody that fits what they want to do perfectly? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, obviously the quarterback position is going to be vital and you're also now looking at a quarterback that's going to be working with a brand new center with um, Cam Jurgens declaring for the draft and moving on. So there's a lot kind of here. I think, I think experience is going to be really important. Um, I think if you can find somebody who fits the system perfectly, that's great. Um, but I think if I were in their shoes and I'm trying to decide who fits the system perfectly versus somebody who has experience and has just the ability to command an offense and can work, you know, around a potential um, center that is, you know, getting experience for the first time. Um, I think that experience has to, that has to take precedence. Now, again, if you can find both, that'd be perfect. But I think if you're picking between one of them experience and like that proven being a proven winner, I think, I, I think that's what you have to go with. Yeah, I, I was. I'm curious on how Nebraska is going to go with that quarterback discussion or who they decide to go with. Uh, a couple more before we let you go. We talked last week about how different this defense is going to look next year. They get um, a couple defensive back guy additions from JUCO. Also, their highest rated recruit is a defensive back signee. I mean, where should we? We talked last week about where the worriness of the fan base should be on that defense. But let's let's flip it this week. Where should they? The fans have confidence. Uh, in a position group in the defense going into next season? Well, it was pretty um, perfect that last week we talked about defensive back being an area of concern, and then literally they addressed that on yeah, signing day. Uh, so clearly that was an area where they're like, yep, we agree. That is that is 100% where we need to put some focus. Um, I'm, like, I'm really actually excited to see that defensive line um, come together. I, I it, That is one for me where when I think about, I know that they're losing – I know that they're losing key pieces of it, but I think I think the defensive line is going to be one that could be very strong. I think they have had a lot of depth at that spot where when you're starting to think of like who could step up, I know last week we talked about Casey Rogers, um, but you also have Ty Robinson who's really ready to step up. Um, that I know they're losing a lot. They are certainly losing a lot. But I feel good about the players that they have at that spot that have been kind of waiting for this this moment. So I that would be my pick. I'm, I'm excited to see what the defensive line, and I, I feel pretty 
I feel pretty good about it heading into 2022. Yeah, a couple more before we let you go. Let's let's switch over to volleyball. We're speaking to Aaron Sorensen of Hale Varsity. I mean, just talk about the run that Nebraska, once again, John Cook and, and his squad, just kind of defying all the odds once again and making a run to the Final Four here. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing that we've been talking about all season with this team, that when they can get into their groove and they can find consistency, they're really unstoppable. And the thing that we saw from Nebraska against Texas was we saw those freshmen step up and play the game that we know that they were capable of in a moment when they absolutely needed to do it. Nebraska's had a lot of um, moments through the season where they looked great, but then a lot of moments where it was like they'd look okay for a set and then the next set would not be as great. Uh, this was like a very complete performance and really kind of, I, I think if you're, if you're a Nebraska volleyball fan, and I don't know why you wouldn't be, but I think if you were watching that, you step away from it feeling really good about the future of Nebraska volleyball because that was, it felt like John Cook's tinkering with the lineups and doing all this stuff all season. He, he kept trusting those freshmen. He saw something, he knew something. He's clearly the coach he is for a reason. And that really paid off. It, it rewarded him by putting his faith and trusting in those players. And um, it just feels like it all clicked right when it needed to. Uh, talk about the how, how impressive Lexi Rodriguez is. I mean, a freshman, the third, I believe, in Huskers history to have first-team All-American honors. And, and then also, I mean, kind of a, a slight Kayla Caffey, Caffey doesn't get any Big Ten honors, but gets second-team All-American. Yeah, Lexi Rodriguez is just bananas good. Like, I, 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 I saw the the tweet from one of her teammates that like she was going to be the one of the best if she's not already and uh, she is is just absolutely incredible watching her against texas you can tell people don't want to serve to her they absolutely do not want that ball to go to her because she is going to make it incredibly difficult for you she like she not only is able to defend she is able to get that ball where it needs to go so that nebraska so that nicklin haynes so that nebraska can you know set their hitters up for success she is just incredible and the fact that she was named first team all-american today makes a hunt like a hundred percent that is phenomenal and i know jacob padillo is the one who tweeted this she's the only underclassman on that 14 player first team that is incredible so Great job of her. And then Kayla Caffey is just somebody who um, is such a, like, she just brings such a, she's so strong and she brings such a strength to this team. So I'm glad to see that rewarded for her as well against Texas. She's that person where when she gets denied, when she hits into the block and it gets denied, she doesn't get discouraged. Her next hit, she figures it out and she absolutely will just torch you (laughs) when she's given the chance. So long story short, this team has a lot of deserving people on it and I'm glad for I'm glad for Lexi I'm glad for Kayla and Maddie and even Nicklin being an honorable mention like getting that getting that attention because they deserve it all right Aaron appreciate the time as always hopefully when we talk at this time next week we'll uh, be able to talk about a Husker volleyball national championship once again hey knock on wood fingers crossed that would be pretty amazing absolutely appreciate the time as always we'll talk to you next week Thank you. That is Erin Sorensen of Hale Varsity. Appreciate her taking the time with us, as always, as she does every Wednesday. Um, Let's go ahead and take our final time out, 402-464-5685. We'll get to your thoughts, and we'll wrap up Wednesday's show next on The Happy Hour.